Hallelujah. Glory and honor to you. Lift you up, Lord. Magnify, exalt you. Thank you and praise you for uh, the the prayers prayed in this house, towards this house, on behalf of everyone connected to this house. We thank and praise you for uh, what you purpose and plan for us. Uh, with the word today, uh, thank you for those that, are in a, that was in the seating uh, before this call and throughout the week, continue to touch their lives and bless their lives with the same peace, presence, power, uh, virtue, anointing, healing, that they're praying not just for uh, their families, this heir's family, but for everyone in the, in the, in the world. Uh, so we thank and praise you for uh, just continue to uh, bless them and, uh, as they are pressing not to be weary and well-doing. Lord, uh, right now I ask that you uh, uh, pour your presence upon me so I'll get out the way. Uh, breathe through uh, this vessel into the airways, Lord, to uh, communicate each and every heart the revelation and insight you want us to get today as we talk about signs of the time. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to our Wednesday uh, night service. We've been spending some time with signs of the time. We're going to continue that uh, message today. Actually, as, I, as I've been studying this, uh, there's just so much detail, so I understand why some people don't um, really jump into signs of the time. Uh, you know, just bear in mind that, that, that in the body of Christ, the Bible says, God set the members in the body as it pleases him. So there are people that God is just uh, gifted with a passion uh, for end times. I know uh, Pastor Den is a guy like that. I believe uh, at our church, uh, Minister Lamar. Uh, he's not the only one, but I think he's one of the guys that, that have a little passion for end times, among some other things. I know uh, uh, John Paul Jackson, um, which I uh, wasn't aware that he had passed away a few years ago. But, but I, you know, he has a passion for it. We already know uh, Perry Stone, uh, he has a passion for it. So I said that to say... Uh, we'll get into the. We're going to get into some great tribulations, some other stuff today. We'll try to give you some type of idea what will take place uh, for us to really uh, get every detail, every information. We, it'll probably take us the rest of the year. So what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to I'm give you the meat. Uh, we'll go away from it and come back with a, with a remix or a part two like we did for New Beginnings or, or um, like we will do for the division uh, this year, Momentum. So, uh, so we may finish today, we may finish next week, but the Lord has been pressing on my heart to uh, uh, share and impart some other things into uh, us as a local body, but into the body of Christ. So, so let's get into what we're going to talk about uh, today. And let's go to Matthew uh, 24, Matthew 24. We'll start here with verse 4. And I don't normally do this, but we're going to read quite a few scriptures uh, just so you have the, the foundation and context of what we're going to talk about today. Again, of course, we're talking about signs of the time. And even though you, you hear the word, the phrase end time, it's really talking about the end of an age, you know, um, <clears throat> because ultimately everyone will have a participation in eternity. It's just where you'll spend eternity at, you know, where, you know, in the presence of God or burning in the lake of fire. All right, so let's go to Matthew 24, and I'm not in Matthew 24. I told you to start at verse 4, so I went to Matthew 4. That wasn't smart. No, my sister is saying, didn't I tell you to already uh, put paper clips in where you're going to teach? Just in case you think, didn't think I was listening. I was listening, I just ain't did it yet. <laughs> All right. So uh, Matthew 24, 4, it says, And uh, Jesus answered and said uh, unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. It says, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you... See that ye be not troubled, worried, concerned, or in fear. For all these things must come to pass, 
Look, look. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. And all these things are the beginning of sorrows, the beginning of sorrows. Uh, then shall uh, they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now he's referencing different people going through different things at different times, right? It says, then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, sin shall be greater, is pretty much what it's saying, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, this is important, he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So again, everyone will have an opportunity to actually be fairly warned is what the scripture is saying. When you see the word witness, witness is, hey, I just want to make you aware of what's going to take place with the hope of a level of either uh, conviction or not even conviction, um, also inspiration to, to uh, maintain if you're not being wearing well-doing, uh, to continue not being well, wearing well-doing if you've compromised for you to uh, be awakened to get back on track. Verse 15, it says, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, uh, stand in the holy place, whosoever readeth, whosoever readeth, let him understand. Then let them be, uh, I'm sorry, then let them which be in Judea flee to the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. It says, neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. Remember, uh, when Sodom was being destroyed, uh, Lot's wife turned back. It says, and woe, woe is pretty, uh, pretty serious in the Bible. We'll talk about it later. It says, woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days. It says, but pray ye that your flight be not in winter, neither on the Sabbath day. We'll get into all that later. It says, for then shall be great, uh, then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since, uh, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, 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 nor ever shall be. All right, so, so here you have just a process, and you could parallel uh, Matthew 24 with a lot of revelations, and we'll talk about a little, a little bit of that later. Um, we're, we're actually going to, we're about to hit revelations <laughs> in a second, <laughs> right? So, so keep this in mind, we're talking about a great tribulation. And I talked to you last week about, um, we had ended with, you know, we were talking about the rapture, we were talking about the lamb. And I, and I want to, I want to start there I don't want to start with what the specifics of the Great Tribulation until we see what happens leading up to that. So let's go to Revelation 5, and then we'll get into Revelation 6. Revelation 5. And this is amazing. Like I said, everybody has a passion for, uh, I'm sorry, I take that back. There are specific people that have a passion for end times and things of that nature. Look, look at the interesting thing about this. Uh, John was chosen to see this vision. And if you start reading through the vision and you walk through it, it's one thing to say, first of all, it's detailed and it's, it's pretty exhaustive, but think about the person that's looking at this stuff. Yeah, you remember I told you there's people that have discerning the spirits, and sometimes they'll, they'll start coming to church and they'll start to see, uh, we'll get into this when we get into dreams, but they'll start to see visions, they'll start to see in the spirit realm, and they'll get scared not coming to church, not knowing that they were gifted to, to, with the discerning of spirits, 
you know, which it talks about in Revelation, I mean, in First Corinthians 12. And so it's a responsibility with being able to see things of that nature. It's just like if you're gifted with discernment, you may pick up what's going on in people's lives. That ain't for you to bust everybody out. <laughs> you know, just go around. Yeah, you know, that person ain't right. You know, remember Jesus said the person you're with is not your husband. And the last five people you were with were not your husband. But Jesus didn't go around the city. He didn't get on Facebook and start saying, man, you know, that girl's with five husbands. That's not as a responsibility with the ability to see beyond the natural realm. And those that have this passion, come on, I, I was reading through it, and I was like, man, John, when he was seeing what was going to happen, you know, even, even when, uh, uh, you'll see when, when, uh, uh, when, when Trumpets was going on and, and different seals was being opened, and what was revealed, most of us would have ran. You know, the Lord was telling, uh, okay, John, go take that little book and eat that. <laughs> you know, like, so he had to approach the, 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 the person that was going to administer this wrath to, to get a little book to eat. <laughs> and then it was in this guy's hand. And you're like, well, this is all this craziness going on. You, a lot of us would have ran, but John was gifted. He was able to handle that. And, and so that's why, uh, again, you know, sometimes I know it's tough sometimes for people to read through this stuff, but that's because um, sometimes it just takes a, a, a special temperament to to understand that it's not, uh, it's an inspiration. It's not necessarily something to have you worried about, That if that makes sense. All right, so I said uh, Revelations 5, all right? And verse right and it says uh, and I beheld and, and I beheld and lo in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts uh, you can underline that or highlight that of the four beasts in the midst of the elders you can highlight elders stood a lamb as it had been slain key thing a lamb as it had been slain so the appearance of the lamb wasn't like a sweet lamb Yo, what's up? It was a, it was the appearance of a, a of weakness. It was the appearance of weakness. Uh, that'll make sense here in a second. It says having seven horns, you can highlight that, and and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth unto the earth. So here you have four beasts, right? So this is this now this John's getting his vision, and. Four beasts and the elders, and it stood a, a lamb that, that had, had been slain. So let's go. The four beasts, um, it represents, just like when the, when the Gospels, you have four Gospels, uh, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In the four Gospels, uh, you have three that's considered synoptic. synoptic Hopefully I'm saying that right. Synoptic Gospels. And that's Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The reason why is because they saw eye to eye. They, saw, they spoke from different angles, but most of what they were sharing was similar. Uh, John's Gospel is called the Supplemental Gospel. Remember, John had a special anointing to see different. So his uh, Gospel really talks about the deity of Christ. Now, each Gospel is described through beasts. Uh, one of them uh, with Matthew is described, you know, breaking down the Jesus as the lion. A uh, lion represents authority, right? Then you have uh, Mark. Mark uh, represents Christ as the bull. That represents service and power, right? Service and power, right? Then you have Luke who represents man, you know, the, the man, and that's... Uh, uh, wisdom and character. So all these are attributes of Christ. And then the fourth, fourth of course, is John. Uh, uh, that, that, I'm sorry, not John, but the uh, beast is the eagle, which represents a deity or the person of Christ. And so four beasts is symbolic of the lion, is symbolic of the bull, symbolic of the man, and symbolic of the eagle, Okay. Then if you, you drop down here and it says elders, but verse five, uh, verse, uh, the next verse, I read five. 
verse 6 says, and, and I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb. So I read that. Verse 7. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the, tr upon the throne. And look, verse 8, it says, And when he had taken the book, the four beasts, and the four and twenty elders. So now it gives a specifics of how many elders, four and twenty. So the four and twenty elders, twenty-four, that represents uh, twelve apostles and the uh, twelve patriarchs, or those that were over the twelve tribes of Israel. So that's why you have twenty-four. The scripture says in... Uh, I had the scripture for you in Matthew. I have it here somewhere. I, I'll get to it. I know I don't have it uh, for display, but I do have it for you. Where uh, Jesus said he was talking to the apostles. He said, you'll be available. You'll be available. You'll be there to, to judge the, the, the 12 tribes. So, again, 12 and 12, 24, that's the 24 elders. Then, then, of course, I know these little things get a little deep for people when they read them. But it says, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits. All right, so, so again, when you see the seven horns, that represents, the word, the, the number seven re represents um, completion or perfection, right? So, seven horns, uh, that that the horns represents power. Uh, horns are the power of, of, of a beast or an animal. You know, if you see a, a bull, the horns are the represents the power. The ram represents power. So complete power. So the seven horns represents complete power, but it represents God as omnipotent, uh, all powerful, um, omnipotent. Then you have the seven eyes. Uh, the seven eyes. Uh, represents complete um, uh, wisdom. This is wisdom. So we know God is om omniscient. You know, God is omniscient. That means he's all-knowing, right? Again, complete wisdom. So complete power, complete wisdom. And the third one is the seven spirits. It says traveling um, throughout the whole earth, that represents omnipresent. God is everywhere. So he's all-powerful, he's all-knowing, and he's everywhere. So that's why, that's what you have represented with the seven horns, the seven eyes, and the seven spirits, all right? And then if we drop down here, let's go to Ezekiel 7. Right, we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get into some things in Revelation six in a second, but let's go to Ezekiel seven. All right, so 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 we see here you have Christ represented. Oh, and I and I forgot to highlight. I forgot to highlight. We're gonna get to Ezekiel seven, but I forgot to highlight. It says, "As a lamb that was slain." Now think about it. We've seen this phrase as before, and it's. As a roaring lion. <laughs> see, if you start to read through the scripture, you'll see that they were looking for Christ. You know, John's looking for Christ. Everybody's looking for Christ, but it was looking for a lion, and he showed up as a lamb. So, so what did that represent? And it says, as a lamb slain. That represented, we'll get into this in another teaching here. Um, uh, I, I forgot the exact title of it. I, I think it's uh, lamb strength or lamb power or something like that. But but you'll see it represents I may look weak, uh, I'm, and 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 if you study scripture out, you know what they saw. They saw like he looked, he died, he got killed. They saw the results of him being killed. They saw the scars. So he was a lamb that looked slain. Whoa! But he operated in power. <laughs> see so. Where the adversary goes about as a roaring lion to and fro, but he ain't got no power. And the scripture says he's seeking whom he may devour. He's seeking whom don't, the people that don't recognize that he's powerless. Remember the Bible says in the last days, people are going to say, is this the guy that tricked and fooled and had people following him? This the guy that, 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 actually, that, that actually crippled 
kings and priests of God? How is that possible? How can this weak man have this impact? And in the same breath, they're going to say, wow, is that? Are you serious? Christ didn't even look like he had power. See, this is the thing I love about Christ. He know he had power. He was given all power. The thing about Christ, Christ ain't had to prove nothing. Like, see, see, when you look at as a roaring lion or as a lamb, as a roaring lion is how when we are compromising or conforming to the world, we always present a front. But the front has nothing to do with what's behind the scenes most of the time. But when we walk in the spirit, he says, uh, uh, learn of me. Uh, it says, uh, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm meek and humble, right? So when we take on that, we know we ain't got to prove nothing. And see, you use a whole lot more strength when they see you coming. When they see you coming, see, see Christ was so covert, they didn't see him coming. He had all power, but he wasn't walking around you know, you know, making sure everybody knew he had power. Everywhere he went, yo, you know I'm the most powerful person here, right? You know, you know I'm like cool with God. Like he wasn't name dropping. <laughs> yeah, you know, every time he showed up, yeah, you know, like, you know, hey, you know I'm cool with. See, see, he was able to handle that power. That's why he was given all power. And I'm sorry, I, I supposed to stay on task here. All right, so let's go to uh, Ezekiel seven. A lot of detail and information here. But Ezekiel 7, verse 19. It says, And they shall cast their silver in the streets, and their gold shall be removed, and their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. That's that desolation. Right? They shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels, because it is the stumbling block of their inequity. So what, he, what he's saying in these last time, in these days, and what we're going to see here uh, going through revelations and stuff like that, there was nothing that they could do. Like, the things that they depended on to, to, to quench their thirst, they weren't able to quench their thirst with those things. Like, like uh, they were in this insatiable place. You'll see different stages of, 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 of these torments where... The things that they looked or, 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 or used to could rely on to satisfy them couldn't be satisfied. I mean, you know, we're not at, at this level now, but, you know, even people, because uh, it's been stay at home and stuff like that, so the normal things that people were doing to satisfy them ain't been satisfying. You know, my grandson just said the other day, he's like, he said, you know, it's cool. I mean, I like, you know, I, I don't know it was one of, one of the video games. So I like playing the video games, but it's getting boring. Like, like it's not quenching my thirst. And I realize I got to do more than that. Because there's more in him. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of gifting on his life. And so, so, so with that in mind, when you start getting here, um, when you start getting into, let's go to Matthew 20. I already read that, so I don't want to do that. I'm gonna give you this. Hey, could you put uh, that map up? Let's do the let's do the uh, the tribulation map. You got that? All right. So if you see that map, map just just for the sake of conversation, this is like a seven year process that they're going through. Seven-year process, uh, seven years of God wrath, as you see. You see it's split up in three and a half years. So from Revelation 6 to uh, Revelation 10, 11, there's three and a half years. Then there's mid-tribulation. There's some things that happen there, you know, you know, revealing that antichrist and things of that nature, which that's pretty special, you know, when the, when the when he shows up on a white horse, as the Antichrist shows up on a white horse, and but but see if you don't pay attention, it's, you know everything about the Antichrist is a uh, is a front. So he's trying to everything else in in the during these times in white represents purity and doing things right. So he shows up on a white horse, uh, 
with a with a you know almost a bow with no arrows. They, somebody had to give him a crown. So you, you read through the details. Like if you just rush through it because it could be overwhelming, you read through the details. You you'll recognize like he had power. He was hoping that that he could manipulate power. So like that Jezebel spirit. Jezebel doesn't take power. It has to be relinquished. You right. So he's looking for someone to. Ooh, ooh, not value that they're a king or a priest. You know, not value that they're a king or a priest. Right? Excuse me one second. Yeah, I took care of that already. Alright? And so 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 when you when you when you look at this this diagram, you look at you see you have we already talked about the rapture, you have the rapture, and then you know, then you have your three and a half, three and a half years, uh, which is twelve sixty days of going through people going through tribulation. Remember, we talked about what's going to happen. You have a rapture where there's people gone. There's people watching, not necessarily here, but there's people here going through, right? And then you have that's why it says, "He that endures to the end shall be saved." So there's people that will have to give their life, right? Have to give their life, and then you have another three and a half years, and then there's a second coming, or you've heard the word Advent. So that's second coming of Christ, right? And then within all that, you, you see here you have the battle of Armageddon, and you also have, the uh, if, if you look at the far right of your map, you have the millennial, a thousand years, uh, where we'll be uh, reigning, and Satan will be bound, right? So, so, I wanted to let me make sure I got this lined up right. So what I want to do is sp like kind of walk through some of this stuff because I told you we're not going to have time to go through everything all the time. So I want to walk through and just give you some highlights of what's going to happen. Um, and this is from Revelation six all the way to uh, nineteen six. So, so Marcus is going to put up, like it's, it says, uh, prophecies of tribulation. He's going to put up some of the notes here. So you'll have the notes. You'll have the scriptures. It, it'll, it'll be to my left when he puts it up. Right? And so, so, so as you see here in this list, you have, because Jesus, let me slow down here. So remember I told you Jesus he was the lamb that was worthy. I told you this last week. Worthy to open up the book. So when he opens up the book, he starts to open, he starts to take seals off. This is, starts the seven seal judgments, right? Seven seal judgments, right? And the first seal here, I gave you a number one and we highlighted the white horse, right? And, and, and that's when, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, Satan has a, you know, a bow with no, no arrows and had to be crowned, right? So, so the Antichrist is sent to deceive around, uh, at this particular time. Then you have uh, the second seal is open, and it's the red horse. And, and, and this is the wars that take place, but that's soon after the saints are raptured. You think about it, Christians are gone, and, and just like we have the intercessors that pray and people praying all over the nation, um, I was... Uh, listening to uh, Dr. Ben Carson, and he was just sharing, you know, because a lot of times people just, we're playing off of speculation. So a lot of times people really don't know, but he was just breaking down because, you know, he's in the government, he's, he's a Christian. Everything he broke down was the word. And he was breaking down the word, and he was like, he says, you know, like a lot of, he says, he was saying that, okay, we're in a certain time. He says a lot of times we want to get into fear, but the Bible says this. We want to get, uh, we want to speculate, but the Bible says this. Uh, you know, people are going to be tempted to stay at home. He said, but the word says this. And so he's breaking it down. And he's breaking down how they've been praying with the president and different people um, uh, in the government. You know, just sitting down, uh, men and women of God are strategically being placed and interceding for a lot of us, right? And so, so imagine when you take the saints away. See, see, you, you, you think it's crazy now. <laughs> when you take the saints away, they're, they're, they're keeping things from really getting out of control. And so, so when they finally are taken away, you're going to see, this is the black horse, uh, 
I'm sorry, the red horse, you'll see wars because the, the saints have been raptured. raptured. Then you see the black horse there, and that's the, you know, anytime you have a great war, shortly after there's famine. And so there'll be famine taking place uh, when this seal is broke, broken, and that's, that's the third seal. And then, uh, then you get to the fourth seal. Again, you, that's why I gave it to you listed because I knew I was going to move kind of fast. Can't give you everything. Uh, in one day, but at least you have some highlights. All right, so this fourth seal uh, is Pale Horse. And this is when hell and death is being released, but this ain't hell and death like when Satan is cast into uh, the bottomless pit and everybody else that's uh, compromised. But this is a taste. People will get a taste of hell and death on the earth, right? And at this particular time, with the fourth seal, it's gonna uh, it's gonna reveal uh, some other things. Okay, then you got the fifth seal, and it's it's gonna reveal those who have died for Christ during the tribulation. So everybody's not gonna be martyred, but there's some people that's gonna be martyred. So there's people that's gonna see again. We have this picture like everybody's gonna be off in a cloud somewhere. No, this is gonna be happening in this realm that we live in now, and so. What's going to happen is some people are going to, they're going to have a choice. See, we think it's a, uh, you know, we always talk about the mark of the beast and we'll get in, we may have time to get into that, may not. But, you know, and everybody's speculating, uh, you know, years ago, uh, is, will somebody put a mark on you? Will they tell you to take the mark? Is, there going, is it going to be the codes that they're going to, be, going to do? Is it going to be a vaccination? Like, like everybody's, but it's not a hustle move. See, if somebody's dying for Christ, it ain't because they was tricked. They had to choose that, listen, I'm not, I, I don't agree with this. See, people are going to actually, see, won't be no need to hide. Christians will be gone. So, so it'll be flat out. Hey, you following the devil or you going to roll with that Christ? Look, you still here. Hey, like, like. You sure you want to roll with them? You're still here. And some people are going to realize because they have been ministered to before this time of tribulation. They're going to be like, listen, man, I get it, man. They were telling me everything they told me has happened. I know this is real. I know there's a rapture. And listen, I know my part now because I didn't listen to the first part of the story. I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, I put myself in the last chapters. <laughs> listen, I could have been in the early chapters. <laughs> When, when the rapture took place, I put myself in the chapters of, of like, like I, I just inserted myself in the story where I got to stand for Christ. And some people are going to be martyred and stuff like that. So, so this seal is going to re reveal that. And then you got the sixth seal. Um, and that's, you, see, okay, so you've seen earthquakes, but these earthquakes are different. Like mountains will be moving, like relocating. Like, like, not just shaking, because, you know, you know, we got, uh, was that a, was that a, that was a tremor. What was that, a, a five or seven? No, no, we ain't talking about no five sevens. We're talking about mountains moving, <laughs> like relocating to different places. Well, see, that's frightening when people start to see stuff like that. And this will be a time where fear and reality will kick in for everybody. Like, like so, so, so another level of reverence, like, whoa. See, because everything is still about God is meant for none to perish. See, see, everything is still he wants his children in eternity. So, uh, you see it through the scripture a lot. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. But you got something, man, I don't believe all that. I don't take all that. Well, well, see, that's fine, but there's still the reality. Reality is not predicated on our feelings reality is predicated on reality you know what i'm saying not like like because you well i don't feel like 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 it take all that and that's listen respectfully that's fine that you don't feel that it'll take all that right that's fine but i i can't and the world can't base their life on how you feel and I don't think you can base your life on how you feel because you have the information. You don't have to feel nothing. You can actually find out for yourself. So this is the thing. 
This is a time where there's another level of, of, of reality that'll kick in. Then there's the uh, after, then there's the sixth seal, and after the sixth seal, uh, that's when 144,000 Jews. I'm gonna reemphasize that Jews. Um, and, and did I put this in here? All right, so, so I, if I didn't put it in here, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. But uh, 144,000 Jews, and that's 12,000. I might get into it now. But that's 12,000 of, of representing each of the tribes of Israel. Now, because <laughs> there's a lot of controversy about this. You know, uh, if they were, what color they were, uh, if, if some of us are a part of the, of the 12,000 or whatever, um, in, in Revelation 7, we're not going to go there, but in Revelation 7, it talks about the 12,000, and it breaks down the tribes. So, so it makes it clear. <laughs> it breaks down the tribe. But, but then after that, it says there's a great multitude of Gentiles. So it's not just, you know, because you also have this controversy. It's only going to be 44,000, 144,000. Now, I'm not getting into, I'm not going to say where you heard it, but you know you heard that 144,000 coming up, right? right? Yeah, I'm going to be one of the 144,000. Okay, whether you are or not, it's not limited to just 144,000, right? Because it says, right after that, it says a great multitude. Um, and so... <laughs> After this, listen. So, so once they reveal the set, when the seventh seal shows up, this is things are about to kick off. But things are about to kick off at another level. So all this other stuff is almost like, whoa! This is the time. This is the real last time. This is the real end. This is so. so man, I'm Lord. Uh, 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 what is that? Lord Jesus, you are the Christ, some living God. So people are going to remember the scripture <laughs> that ain't even paying attention to it. But it ain't really, everything ain't really kicked in yet. After the seventh seal, it's going to kick in, but the seventh seal, when the seventh seal was about to release, it's like, ho, 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 I got to, I got to uh, uh, seal my saints. I got to make sure they're covered, almost like, remember when, um, uh, in Exodus, when the angel of death was coming, God told them to take the blood of the lamb and put it on their doorposts. So when the angel, angel of death came in town, he would see the blood of the lamb and skip over that house. Whether it was a Hebrew or whether it was uh, the Hebrew's master, because some people got hints. It was like, I'm put the blood on my, on my door too. So same deal here with the exception of back then, if somebody got wind, they could put, they can get lambs and put blood over their door. This is different. God is going to seal his people that's been with him, about him, and for him. And then when everything kicks off, it won't be able to touch those people. Okay? So, 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 so after the saints are sealed, then there's a devastation of heaven and earth. The devastation. So, so, so the seventh seal opens the door for the angels and the trumpets to be sound, right? And so you have seven trumpets, seven trumpets. So, so when we get it, <coughs> when we get into Revelations eight, you have the seven trumpets that's going to sound out some, some, some uh, devastation. All right. So that's uh, so, so Marcus, you put that, that uh, if he could put that. Uh, seven trumpets uh, information up. All right, so here you have the first trumpet. Now, when the first trumpet is sound, it's going to release hail, 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 H-A-I-L, fire, and it's going to burn a third of everything, you know, like vegetation, stuff like that. It's going to burn stuff up. And then the, then the second trumpet, it's going to burn a third part of what's in the seas, right? In the seas. And, 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 and it's going to make the seas bitter. So people are going to drink, like normally drink of that water, and it's, it's, going, to, it's going to mess them all up, right? So that's, that's when the second trumpet is sound. Then the third trumpet uh, is a star that falls, and it destroys the springs and the rivers. Uh, the star is called Wormwood. 
um, and it's, it's going to start destroying the springs and the rivers, right? When the fourth trumpet, you have it there on your list. I just put four, you know. But fourth trumpet, the third of the sun, the mil <coughs> excuse me, uh, third of the sun, the moon, and the stars, and uh, warnings of trumpets to come. I so 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 when the fourth trumpet sounds, it's gonna take out this a part of the sun, the moon, and the stars, right? But it's also gonna say, hey, this looks like it's been pretty serious so far, huh? You had a third of 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 land, you had a third of the sea, you know, you had the springs and the rivers, pretty serious. See, see, all these, think about all these different things that's happening so far. These are things where you look at them, you know, like, like in our culture, you see a tornado, and the tornado could be down the street, and you wake up, and you're like, man, or, or it could be a hurricane, and in the morning, you, you, you look up, and, and, and it, it does affect people, it affects people's lives, but it's not massively taking out everybody. Think of all these d different things happening. These things are things that people will see. The world is changing. And it's, 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 it's gonna create a level of shakeup for people to go, okay, I, I need to get serious. Because, <laughs> you know, you know I, I'm laughing because I know certain situations where, you know, if it's a storm or really serious lightning, you know, person person starts to act. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. All of a sudden, you know, they praying hard. <laughs> you know, cause, cause, boom. Hey, Lord, uh, you know, I love you, and what I said, I'm calling them up right now and saying apologize, right? Because you know, it's it's, it's something. It's it's uh, you know, it's a God. When, when you see these natural type disasters. But, th but the fourth trumpet is saying, hey, hey, look, look, look. the angel's like, hey, there's three more trumpets. And these, these trumpets are way beyond what you've seen before. That's going to happen at that particular time too. And so he, that's why I highlighted woe earlier because it's going to be, yo, there's three more woes. Like, Three more things for you to really, like, why'd you even wait for, for, to see these three things? That's basically what the angel was saying. Like, I can see the angel, like, come on, man. Like, why you just didn't, like, repent for the first, why are you even here? Like, you don't want to see, you don't want to experience this, man. He says, but, you know, since you're hard-headed, right, you get, Hey, you get to experience this too. And so now you have the fifth trumpet, and this is why it's the first woe, because the bottomless pit is open. It's just open, right? And smoke locusts and scorpions, uh, they come out, and they torment everybody that, that's not sealed. They torment everybody that's not sealed for five months. And, you know, I put in parentheses here, and uh, there's an, an unquenchable thirst for death because their people are in so much torment. See, because when they come out, they're told, okay, you can torment them, but you can't take their life. <laughs> so you can torment them. Remember, uh, this is a small example, but it's extreme to us that know the story. Remember Joe, when, when the adversary was told he could touch him? But he couldn't take his life, and he went through the balls and stuff like that. Man, take that, multiply that by a thousand. These people are going through every level of torment possible. It says to a point where they're begging to die, but they can't. So they have a thirst for death and can't quench it. They can't kill themselves or nothing. Not in this, this particular situation. Right? Not in this, 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 uh, this realm of what's going on. And then you have the uh, sixth trumpet, so now, so, so now we're getting progressive. Sixth trumpet and the third part of man is killed. And the interesting thing you'll see is the scripture says, I, I just paraphrased it here for you, it, it, it says it still didn't cause the other two-thirds to repent. So, so and what it actually said in the scripture was, during this particular time, people, listen, a third, now we ain't talking about a third of a state, a third of a city, we're talking about a third of everybody is taken out. Now, how does that play out in, 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 in uh, people's lives? A third, 
right? You know, 30, 33%, 33 and a third percent, right? But the other two-thirds still don't repent. It says that their hearts get harder. Like who, seeing all this, they still don't get it, right? And, and that's what take place. It says, so after the sixth trumpet, you know, that's when I was telling you about the little book where uh, John was told to eat the book. Now, now the, 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 the angel with the trumpet started to speak things. And John's writing everything down. You know, th that's why we have this book of Revelation. He's writing everything down. When he went to start writing down what the guy was speaking in a little book, God said, no. He says, you can't write that. He says, you can't write what, he, what he's yelled out. You cannot write that, right? And so, I guess we'll figure out what he wrote when we get there, <laughs> right? And then during this time, there'll be, uh, listen, God still loves his people, sent out two witnesses. And they'll, 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 they'll minister and they'll preach, right? And they'll, 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 look, during this time, it's harder to even share. So these are, again, remember I told you, witnesses sharing what's really going on. They'll preach. It's, then they'll, they'll get taken out. They'll take them out. They'll die. No one will even, listen, people's hearts so hard they won't even bury them. Even Jesus got put in the tomb. It says they won't even get buried. And people would just walk by almost like, look, it says people will be celebrating. Because, look, they were ministering to them. They would get more, like in our time when somebody tells you the, when somebody tells you the truth, I forgot the, uh, the <laughs> your list is over there. Okay, when somebody tells you the truth, right, uh, in our time, people almost like get, get an attitude. Now, they're going to tell you the truth. They're going to tell you their, what I'm saying. But you start telling them the truth because you're trying to help. You know, people are like, listen, man, ain't no, don't be coming at me with all that Jesus stuff. Man, ain't nobody trying to hear that. You, know, you need to go up out of here with that. You know, here we go. Listen, man, let me tell you something. I remember this guy snapped on me. I was just inviting him to church. You might be watching, uh, but this is a true story. I won't say your name. Uh, so I'm inviting him to church because he kept saying, hey, man, we come out to your church. I invite him to church. So we're at work now. I was like, hey, man, we having an event. Listen, man, if I want to go to your church, I'll go to your church. So, so you're just going to snap on me in front of everybody. This is what I was thinking. But I, so I had to say, I got to respond right because everybody looking. Everybody looking at the Christian. So I said, you know what, man? I said, I apologize. Sounds like I offended you. I said, listen, if you're, if you're fulfilled in your life, every aspect of your life is fulfilled, I don't want to get in the way of that. I was just inviting you to church because you said one day you will come. But my bad, I don't want to get in the way of your fulfillment already. I know some of y'all saying, Pastor, you say he's going to work on that sarcasm. This was before I got the revelation. This was a long time ago. <laughs> so yes, I was being sarcastic. Because... All you had to do is say you didn't want to go and say, hey, hey, going forward, man, you know, when I get a chance, I may go, I may not go, but I would appreciate you if, if, if you wouldn't. You could have pulled me to the side if, if you wouldn't keep asking me to go. It's making me uncomfortable. Cool, no problem, man. Got you covered. Well, why you, why you put me on blast? But they're going to take it to a whole nother level. They're going to take these folk out. Again, remember, because of what they're representing, because they're witnessing to them. They're like, listen, man, I can explain why all this is going on and what's about to happen if you just listen. And when they die, they're going to they, they, they party. They, and no one's going to bury them. But whoa, the Father God is going to come and breathe that breath of life in them. Resurrect them. That's what's going to go on back in that. It's just powerful, man. It's just powerful the stuff that's happening. You, you got to read this, man. This is a good, uh, what do you say, a good binge watch, right? <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is a very special story, right? And so that's another opportunity to repent. Then the seventh trumpet was when, is when the temple of God opened and the kingdom is transferred back to God. Um... <sighs> Uh, we ain't gonna have time to go through this other stuff. So, so I'll give us one more week. <laughs> All right, we'll have one more week, and then I'll go through the expl explanatory prophecies. You can artwork up, at least so they can see it. Um, not artwork, but the notes. So this is we'll go through the woman, the war in heaven, the war on earth, uh, the beast of the sea, the beast of the earth. 
Look, look. So, so I highlighted it for you here, but the 144,000, I didn't get into it, but I got, I got it here for it. Look, it says they were virgins, they had no guile, and they were without fault. <laughs> Wait, so you know how people be trying to put themselves in the 144,000? Soon as the first criteria of virgin is on that list, we already know quite a few of us ain't a part of the 144,000. We may be a part of the, the, the multitude of Gentiles, but I think we, we done blew the 144,000, <laughs> right? Because they said these do, look, yeah, I know I have a teaching coming up, I told you. Uh, can we be perfect? These dudes, virgins, no God without fault. 12,000. And you might see, see, see again, 12,000 is not a lot compared to all the population of the world, but that's what the 144,000 is about. I know, we'll, I said we'll get into that uh, next week. And then uh, if you put up that last, last bit of notes just so they have a, a picture of what we'll get into, the prophecies of the second coming, uh, marriage, supper of the lamb, second coming, the millennial, uh, Satan bound. We'll talk about the millennial reign. And great, great, great white throne judgment. We'll try to get into that a little bit. And then the eternal state. New heavens and new earth. New Jerusalem descending. See, if New Jerusalem descending, that means it's coming from someplace to someplace. So again, this picture of we just going to be sitting on a cloud, you know, cloud pillows, you know, <laughs> cloud cars, cloud planes. That's not what the scripture is saying. Because if the scripture is trying to give you an understanding, it tells you new heavens and new earth. We don't have a, a, a clear picture of what heavens looks like, but we do know what earth looks like, don't we? New Jerusalem? Yeah, we have an idea what that looks like. So, so, so just keep those things in mind. We'll get into those um, next week and then uh, we have some other stuff that we need to talk about. So hopefully that at least wet your whistle for today. Um, again, if you, uh, if you have some thoughts or some questions or something that really stimulated you, please, this is a great time to share. Um, let's, let's Pastor Keith know that you, 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 you're at least listening and you're trying to lock in some type of way. Uh, if you could uh, call in on the number on your screen. Uh, put yourself on, uh, put your TV on mute because there'll be a delay. <laughs> All right, put your TV on mute, call in, give us some thoughts of what stood out for you. What did it make you realize? Uh, what did you hear that you never really thought through before? Uh, we would love to, you know, in our final minutes, uh, spend some time hearing from you guys, hearing your thoughts and your insights. You know, some of you might have even more detail. Uh, which is cool, because it might, be, might even be a passion for you. Anybody, any thoughts? Anything stood out, stood out for you? Any questions?